What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Uh, this is Jayhawk Radio, episode 72. Three episodes away from our season finale for the year. Uh, we're going to be talking about James Gunn taking over DC Films. Uh, we're going to be talking about um, our thoughts on the new Ant-Man trailer. And then we're going to be breaking down our review of how much Los probably loved Black Adam. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. You know what? I didn't hate it. I I, I think I think I'm going to make that the new title of this episode. I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the title of this episode. Uh, what's going on, Los? How you doing, man? How's life? Um, not doing too too bad. I was kind of swamped and bogged down at work today, but you know, work is work. What can I do? Yeah, true, true. You know, true. I have to Are go you... play a movie for the kids tomorrow, so I have to download something. Nice. Are you doing anything know, for Halloween? Are you Say dressing again? up? Are you going? To, are you going to dress up for Halloween? No, absolutely not. I'm not allowed to for work. Ah, uh, we have okay. to stay in uniform. So, not even like a hat, anything, nothing. Wow, that's interesting. Nothing. We have to be in uniform 100 percent of the time. Well, okay. I was supposed it's the to be the school district. What can I do? You know? Yeah, I was I supposed to be. Like um... going, no, I want a costume. I want to be Maui. Yo, all the kids told me that. They're like, you should dress like yourself for Halloween. And I'm like, then how was that a costume? Uh, and they all looked at me like, uh, maybe let your hair down. I was like, okay, maybe I'll do that. Let your hair down, put on some fake tattoos, and you got Maui. You should do that for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I was going to dress up this year, but uh, I just got busy and just kind of like lost track of time. So I want to see you dress up as a Joker again, makeup and all. Oh, man, that that would be fun. That'd be fun. Yo, I, you I was did a creepy Joker. <laughs> Seriously, man. I, I told myself I was going to go all out this year. Didn't do it. So I made a peaky promise to myself and to my girl that next year I'm going all out. I'm going all out. I'm, I'm going to plan it a few months in advance and either do something Joker or Batman related, maybe even Riddler next year. So I think that'd be fun. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know about which one? The Riddler? I don't know about Riddler. Why not? What's wrong with the Riddler? Because which Riddler are you going to play? Are you going to play the 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 Batman from the '60s and wear spandex? I don't really see you playing wearing spandex. Okay. Hey, are you going to play the Jim Carrey um, Riddler with spandex and a big walking cane, the big walking stick? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to play the one for Batman the animated series in a green suit full of question marks? Um, I would play. I'm actually going to pull up a picture for you if i can even do you remember arkham knight arkham city the arkham games yeah i remember uh, i don't remember what joker looked like but yeah I, I would be riddler from that game i'm trying to see if i can find a good picture to show you guys uh but this is the one i'm talking about uh it's kind of like a, a button up fold up sleeves little hat look I, I freaking love that cane that he has. That cane is dope. Are you going to build it? I'm probably It's probably going to be cheaper to build it. Because trying to buy that from somewhere, they're going to charge me a couple hundred dollars for that kind of cane. All you really need is some kind of battery. And you can grab an LED strip of lights from um, Five Below. Dude, I should do that. That way I can wear it for Halloween and, and uh, wear it at Comic-Con next year. Yeah. That would be dope. But yeah, I, I wanted to go with that take of Joker because it's just more 
it just feels more modern. I, I don't want to, I'm not Joker, Riddler, because I, I don't want to do the whole spandex thing. I just feel like that's kind of passe at this point for me. So, but yeah, that's what I want to do. If, if I don't do Batman, I would 100% want to do Riddler. And, that, really? and, and that's the one, yeah, because I just, I don't know. I, I just love that character design from, you know, from the games. So freaking love it. Um, all right, we're going to jump into our first show notes topics, guys. Like I said, the main thing we're going to be talking about tonight is the Black Adam review. Heads up, there will be some mild spoilers, um, just so you guys know. But we're going to start off with a few other topics that we're going to jump into beforehand. Um, first topic, uh, speaking of DC, um, James Gunn and Peter Safran are both the new co-CEOs of DC Films. Lowe's thoughts. Um, James Gunn is a great choice. Absolutely great choice to be head of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he just, he, I think he understands DC better than most. And I think that's a great choice. Uh, the other guy, Peter, Sa- uh, Safran, Safran, whatever you call him. I thought that's also a name of a spice. <laughs> I mean, he has an interesting collection of movies. Uh, but as executive producer, his only real good one is Scary Movie. He produced Scary Movie? Executive producer. Peter Peter Saffron? Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, uh, I think he had a couple of special thanks. I mean, like, if you look at his producer credits, uh, Disaster Movie was one of them. Meet the Spartans is another one, which was terrible. Yeah, not a not a great movie. Uh, he Conjuring. Also... Yes. The Starving Games, which was terrible. Um, uh, Conjuring 2. Suicide Squad. He was the producer. And Aquaman. Yes. Annabelle Creation. Flatliners. The new one. Not the old one. Terrible. Oh, the new one was horrible. Oh, man. Uh, Suicide Squad. Uh, Shazam Fury of the Gods. The Nun 2. Never heard of. Wait, there's a nun too? He must be working on that. It probably didn't come out yet. Uh, 2023. Wow. I didn't know he was working on a sequel. Interesting. So he has a lot of scary movies and a lot of parody movies. So for the, as far as Peter Saffron is concerned, it makes sense they want to pick somebody with a little bit of a, a eclectic background because they want somebody who can help with the DC universe, who is very diverse. And based off his pedigree, he's very diverse. He pretty much did a little bit of everything. Um, and with the way that some of the uh, DC stories are, uh, where they're like kind of dark-ish, I think that kind of makes sense to pick a guy like him. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious to see what he does. I mean, he does have some experience in DC movies already with doing Shazam and uh, Aquaman and, you know, things like that. Suicide Squad. Well, he's been attached to the good ones, which is a good thing. Yes. But yes, I 100%. personally think they brought him there so he's more of a numbers guy. So you have one creative guy and one numbers guy. And I think together is a good balance to kind of yeah. work things out. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I just think it was more of a, a, a smart business decision as opposed to a creative decision. I think they said, OK, we'll keep one in line with business and another one in line with creative. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that. Um, James Gunn. I mean, I'm a very big James Gunn fan. Honestly, I, I, I love the stuff he did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, those are probably 
my favorite some of my favorite movies in the Marvel universe honestly is uh is a Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, is it? Yeah. Um he did his thing with Suicide Squad as well. I mean, I thought the film was okay. Um I'm not I'm not really that big of a fan of the Suicide Squad honestly. But Have you read the, any of the comics? Negative. You should. It's an interesting read. Really? Dude, you love comic book movies but you never check the source. <laughs> <laughs> i know Never. man i know i i see i i i personally feel like if you read some of the source you'd be a lot more um like you you would understand where a lot more of these creative decisions come from okay maybe maybe like you could literally just go you know because usually they give you a summary mm-hmm. you know oh this comes from this run of comics you can literally google that run of comics and they'll give you a synopsis that's like two or three paragraphs mm-hmm. and you could be like oh okay i understand that <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, true, true. I feel you. I mean, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think, I think this is going to be interesting to see, you know, where they go from here with this. Honestly, so obviously, DC is trying to, is trying to really make a move and really trying to change things right now. Uh, they're, they're, they're really serious about what they're doing. Honestly, which is great. So. I'm curious to see where they go from here, man. I'm I'm glad that that DC is not giving up because I was getting a little worried for a second, to be honest with you. I was getting a little oh, worried. Oh, I'm terrified the for them. But if they continue the trend of what Aquaman, what Shazam was, and to a lesser extent what Black Adam was, yeah, I think they're going to be on the right track to successful movies, not Marvel level success, but still success. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Sounds good. Um, oh wait, hold on. I got the change. only thing I'm mad about in Black Adam mm-hmm. is that I said I wouldn't watch it, and I wound up watching it. Oh come on, it wasn't that bad. Was it really? <laughs> well, again, you know, it was a simple fact: is you know, ten years he's going Black Adam, Black Adam, Black Adam, and I, at that point, I was just like, shut up. Just you know, honestly, it's like when someone tells you the same, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and they never do it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah. It did kind of get me to that point, and then obviously we'll we'll jump into Black Adam talking in a minute. It did kind of get me to that point where he was talking about it for so many years that it almost kind of wore me out a little bit with the it whole Black Adam out. talk. You know, yeah, I was I was just so ready to be like, all right, can I just watch this movie already? Like, come on, just let me watch the darn movie. Um, yeah. so yeah, but yes, yeah, it's, it's it's good to see. Like I said, DC's making moves. Uh, let's hope that this is a good one. Let's hope that they uh, actually start making some really great moves and, you know, wash some of the bad taste out of our mouth that we had over the past few years. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, by the way, um, I only saw a headline that said that Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller finally got fired from the Flash, hmm. but I never saw if they're canning the Flash movie. Do you know anything about it? I don't know yet. They haven't. They haven't said anything yet. So the word is, is that, uh, he is possibly if, if he, if, if he does get charged, he could face 27 years in jail if he gets charged. Yeah. I, if he does get charged, do you think that they would have to can it? I think they might have to can that to be honest. Here's the thing. As long as they can release it before he's convicted, they have a leg to stand on. Understand? <laughs> and the thing is, too, they could also release it as an HBO Max exclusive. 
Yeah. And not even worry about the theater end of it and just say, screw it. We'll just take our losses. Yeah. I, I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what they do, they're probably going to have to take this film as a loss. No matter what happens. I, I feel like it's, it's just going to have to be that, you know? Yeah. So speaking of losses, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you think somebody should leak the background movie? I did hear that they had a private screening of the background movie, even though they canceled it. Even though you they know canceled where it. Where they had that screening? No. Do you know? No, oh, I thought it was, it's a legitimate question. I was. Asking. Oh, I, th- I thought you were going to break out like, "Do you want to know?" and then give me like this crazy, you know, surprise answer. Eighty-five degrees north northwest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's near Area Fifty-One. Um. Yeah, oh, I, it's, it's the top secret Area Fifty-Two. <laughs> it's in the real life bat cave. Idiot. It's in the real life bat cave, man. Uh, it's it sucks that we're not going to get it. It really does suck that we're not going to get the Batgirl film. Um, I, I some I really wish like there's so many great things that we don't get. We get games that were canceled that were never released that we will never see. Same thing with movies. It sucks. I mean, I feel like i know for creative reasons and a lot of people who are filmmakers and producers they're very sensitive about their work but could you imagine having hbo max and like you have like the top tier subscription and part of that benefit is you get unreleased films that were like canned or something like that you know what i mean but that would be an awesome feature but they will never do that because they'll get judged on that even though it's a film that's canceled People will still judge DC on that because they'll be like, oh, well, look at that poor quality. Look at those bad effects. You know what I'm saying? So it'll never happen, but it's a dream of mine. Well, I think HBO Max, this is me just spitballing. Okay. I think HBO Max, if they would release a secret channel of unreleased films (laughs) or, um, you know, Deep, uh, deep archive dives and things like that. Yeah, I think just spreading that out, people are like, oh, if you want to see this, go here. You know, yeah, go down. You know, go down to the last item. <laughs> hit the hit the ad button seven times. You know, spin around and stand on your head, and you'll get the secret area. I think <laughs> that will do more to boost HBO Max, especially yeah. since HBO Max is about to die and it's becoming getting folded into Discovery Plus. Or yeah, that's Discovery, gonna be, uh, or, or Discovery Plus is gonna combine with HBO Max to make a new channel. Yeah, you know that's supposed that, to be. Right? Yeah, that's supposed to be happening next year. I'm curious to see what that looks like. Like, what's gonna like like what are they gonna add to that? How how different is that gonna look? Because that's gonna change things. I mean, the Discovery is uh, Discovery and HBO like that's a pretty big combination right there, bro. I think so. it's gonna be a disaster. Really? I don't think know. About this, okay, the people who are like binging the real housewives of blah 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 and Mm -hmm. duck dynasty you know aren't really going to be interested in stuff hbo has to offer yeah i mean yeah they'll watch it but it's not the core of the audience they're two completely different audiences so this is why i think it'll be a disaster i i feel like they have to have a plan up their sleeve they have to and and which channel do you focus on do you make it a discovery thing with all sub channels or do you make it an hbo thing with all sub channels or do you make it a warner brothers thing with all sub channels i think it's going to be hbo with subs because it, when you look on hbo max now they have like 
at the very bottom there's like different categories or different subcategories and like things like that i feel like they'll probably do that maybe i mean i feel like that's probably the right. safest bet honestly i don't know we'll see i mean there's a lot of stuff going on with hbo and dc and stuff like that i feel like next year is going to be a big year because they're making a leap right now you know black adam just came out and apparently it's doing pretty good scores in some places and i think it's the top the top movie in, in america right now and the merger that that's is happening really? next year yeah it, it really is it's literally i think uh black adam is the rock's highest opening weekend in his career which okay is, i, I can believe that's his highest opening weekend but yeah. I think that that has more to do with DC than it does with him. Of course. Hands down. Of course. Because, I mean, nobody, I mean, granted, The Rock being in the movie is probably cool for some people. People want to see Black Adam. Like, that's what they're there for. They want to see what this universe, like, what this universe looks like. Because this is the stepping stone of the future of, you know, DC films. So, um... All right, so before we jump into more Black Adam, let's jump into some Marvel stuff real quick. Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania. Did you get to check out the new trailer? I did. Um, I felt more confused than excited. Me too. <laughs> but that's um, good, though. That's good. Yes and no. Yes and no. I kind of... The more I look at the new lineup of um, Marvel's marvel's i go to be uh stage four stage or stage four? three in marvel you know stage one was the original iron man stage two oh was yeah, After yeah, yeah, Avengers. yeah right now i think we're i forgot which stage we're in right now we'll say stage four for the sake of argument okay. anyone in chat knows please correct me please do um so the more you look at it the more they're setting up the young avengers of course. They have replacements for everybody. Hulk, Hawkeye, you know, um, you've got the Scarlet Witch's kids. You know, it, it's just like they're making it so obvious to me, you know, and I kind of feel like the this Ant-Man and Wasp movie is not really about them, but it's setting up their daughter to be a hero. 100%. Yeah. You know, I think and, so. and the beginning of showing the the return of Kane. Which, by the way, he looked comic book accurate, which I was super impressed. Same, same. Um, you know, and, and it shows, you know, his return and her real introduction as a superhero. So I kind of feel it's more about that than anything else. And I kind of feel like they might kill um, the original Ant-Man and the original Wasp. Um, I forget the actors' names. The older ones. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll pull up their names real quick. Uh, I kind of uh, feel like it almost feels like they're going to die in this movie. Because they're I not mean, really focused on. Yeah. In the trailer. Um, that is true. So Scott and Scott and Hope we're talking about here. Yes. Um, no, 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 no. Not Scott and Hope. The older one. Oh, like the original. Oh, like their her uh, father, Hope's father and mom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could possibly see that. I, I don't know. Like watching this trailer, I didn't really know what to expect. I wasn't really trying to expect anything. I just kind of wanted to get an idea of where we were going. I had already kind of knew that we were going to go deeper into the quantum realm. I mean, quantum realm. That's pretty much what the title says, basically. So it's kind of a given. Um, 
I'm glad that the trailer really didn't. Oh, it's great to see that Bill Murray is in this. I'm curious to see what his character is going to be like. Yeah, well, um, Michael Pena isn't in it, and I'm annoyed. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see, like, I'm more so curious to see how this is going to end more than anything else. Because, like you said, I do feel like this is going to end in a way where somebody probably dies or get left yeah. somewhere. I it just it's obvious, especially with where the uh, Marvel is heading right now. They are setting up the Young Avengers. I feel like almost every movie that we're going to get from here on out is going to set up the Young Avengers. Literally every movie. Yeah. Um, the the trailer was very vague, but I think that was purposeful. Obviously, Marvel doesn't want to give away too much. Vague is one thing, but to me that felt more confusing, because the Avengers Endgame was a very vague and misleading trailer understand but it was confusing <laughs> yeah true the, true the black panther final trailers are more of a spectacle you know where the first black panther movie it was a spectacle and the second one to me like i feel like and like i mentioned before i feel like they didn't translate the story so mm -hmm. to me they kind of dulled what i what i was looking forward to seeing yeah but then again with Black Panther, I've always been surprised how good the movie is as compared to the trailer. Um, <laughs> but I just kind of feel like Ant-Man and the Wasp, for me, was a little confusing. I was like, okay, you know Kane is there. Yeah. You know they get sucked down into the microverse. Mm -hmm. You know they run into, for the lack of a better term, you know, the natives of that mi microverse. But mm -hmm. you also see that Janet Van Dyne, Michelle Pfeiffer's character, yeah. is hiding a secret. She was like, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I'll tell you yeah. later. Yeah. You know, so I kind of feel like they're just kind of pushing, oh, you know, her and Hank Pym, Michael Douglas, is going to die. I hope I'm wrong, but it feels that way. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I, I it's, it's hard. It's hard to tell. Because like I said, it's to me, I just thought there just wasn't a lot going on in the trailer, but that's purposeful. I mean... I don't think the trailer was really exciting to me, really, because there was a lot of new faces, a lot of new things. Like, there was a lot going on in this trailer, you know? A lot mm -hmm. of stuff we don't even have, like, un and, like, an understanding of. So it was, I guess, in a sense, I guess you're right, it was kind of confusing because there was just so much in it that we haven't seen before, you know? See, except you for... If you would have given me a heads up about the trailer, I would have done a deep breakdown and, like, dug into comic books and, like, try to find out where certain <laughs> characters are from. Yeah. Um, because I was never a big Ant-Man fan. Yeah. Uh, because Hank Pym, who was the original Ant-Man, was a wife beater. He was an alcoholic, you know, wow, and really? things like that. So I was never into him for that. Mm. And then uh, Scott Lang mm -hmm. is the second or third Ant-Man. I forget. Might be and the third. I didn't really follow his story in the comic books. Okay. So I'm a little... Like, all, all the real information I have is some adventures he had in the X-Men, uh, X-Men, in the Avengers, excuse yeah. me, and little bits and pieces that I've read from him in the Ultimates universe hmm. and the movies. So, like, I'm really, 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 really naive to a lot of Ant-Man. Okay. I do have one question, though. Shoot. Which version of Kang do you think we're going to get in this film? Because everybody knows Kang has almost infinite versions of himself. We don't know what version we're going to get in this film. 
So if you had to guess, this is what I feel. I feel that with what happened in Loki and what happened in Spider-Man No Way Home, all versions of Kang are dead. And this Kang was spared because he was in the microverse. All versions so of Kang he wasn't are dead. in a separate reality. He was in a separate universe. So I feel like that Kang is the Kang who's going to come out of it. And then he's the one who's going to do all the time travel. Because in the comic books, there's a bunch of versions of Kang because he time travels. And once he time travels, you know, he creates different versions of himself and, yeah. and all of them don't like each other. Yeah. So I kind of feel like that's what's going to happen as opposed to something else. I kind of feel like he's the new prime. This the 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 macroverse Kang. Okay. Interesting. Interesting take on that. Um. Hmm. I don't know. I I feel like the Kang that we're getting in the trailer, the one that seems so uh just like he seems like he needs help in the trailer. I don't think that that's what we're going to get. I think we're going to get a vicious, sadistic Kang. Because, come on. In the trailer, he's he's a little... like we. I feel like we got this Kang at the end of Loki already. That's what it feels like. Okay, but know? here's the thing. If we traveled into 10 universes and met 10 different versions of you, they're all going to have so many similarities. Yeah. Okay, so that's why I feel like... It's going to be a new version, but there's going to be similarities between the one we met. I personally feel that he's, for the lack of a better term, governor of that city we saw. And he I became that it. governor because he was trapped there. Yeah. And now he wants their help to get out. And he's pretending to be helpless. And then he's going to try to backstab them. Hmm. Interesting. We shall see. Because Kang and the comics is a real sneaky motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And he's a descendant of Reed Richards. Reed you know Richards? who that is, right? No, who's that? Who's Reed From Richards? the Fantastic Four? The, the rubbery I... guy, the stretchy guy? Really? Fantastic. He's a descendant of Reed Richards. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Los, with the random hashtag Los facts. <laughs> well, the thing is, too, is I kind of think, like, a lot of this... I feel like the end of Black Panther 2 is going to set up Doctor Doom. And I feel like the end of this is going to set up Fantastic Four. Hmm. I think we would have to eventually start getting the Fantastic Four sooner than later since they did announce that we are getting a Fantastic Four film. So it's going to get here. I, I think, yeah, sooner than later, we're going to have to get something Fantastic Four related, even if it is just like a character reveal, mention of it, because we still they still haven't had any mention of, of the Fantastic Four in any of the shows or movies yet. At least I don't think we did. All I want is a shot of the Baxter building with the number four on it. That's all I want. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Because in that, that shows me they're in-universe. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. True. Kind of like in She-Hulk when they talked about the man with claws at a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Miss Marvel, they said, well, you're a mutant. Yeah, sure, true. You know, like, I like those little hints that get dropped in because then it has a much bigger payoff because you're like, okay, this is in-universe. Yeah. So for me, all I want to see in Ant-Man and the Wasp is a shot of that building. That's it. And I'm good. We'll see, man. Uh, I, th I think we're getting it. Uh, when are we getting Ant-Man and the Wasp? 
Uh, I know we're getting it in February. I think February 17th of, of next year. February 17th. That feels so far away. It really does. Yeah, it is. <laughs> all right. So we're going to jump into what we are all here for. The elephant in the room. Or shall we say the god in the room. Black Adam. We're going to uh, do our review of Black Adam. We're going to start off with a few non-spoilers conversation. So if you haven't seen Black Adam yet, heads up. Um, and then we'll jump into, uh, like pretty much spoiler territory, but not nothing over the top. All right. So overall, Los, how'd you like Black Adam? Give me, give me Black Adam in one word. Watchable. Watchable. Okay. Watchable. <laughs> because enjoyable is too, is too big of a word for me personally. Mm -hmm. You know, I did enjoy watching the movie, but I wouldn't say it was enjoyable for me it was slightly under that a hair you know yeah so watchable is the word i would pick but a good watchable a very good watchable i'm actually surprised i'm I'm, I'm actually surprised because i i know how you feel about the rock i know how you feel about him but about uh, who the rock yeah i feel like he's overused right now yeah he I is think that um he's he's reaching the He's going to very soon reach the point of oversaturation. And because remember that one movie he did where he was a firefighter who lost a leg and he had to go rescue his wife from a burning building? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I've yeah. never seen it, but it does right. look good. Do you remember though. the title of it? Because I don't. I don't remember the title. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like at that point in his career, he was starting to reach oversaturation. Then he just happened to get lucky with a couple of films yeah. that really put him back on top. And Black Adam kind of now introduced him to a whole new audience. Yeah. You know? And the way his character was in Black Adam, he wasn't like he wasn't fast in the fear or so ever. You know what yes, I'm trying to say? Yes, I agree. Like he wasn't like constantly throwing punches and kicks and blah blah yeah. blah. He did small powerful destructive shows of strength mm -hmm. but he wasn't like in fast and the fear for the sake of argument we're like yeah i'm gonna <laughs> punch a um a, a concrete pillar and it's gonna break because i'm the rock you know something that's not believable yeah his feats of strength and his abilities seem believable in the movie because he really stuck with the character exactly and i kind of think he he did the character justice but i also feel like at certain points in his performance he was a little too cocky okay and i don't think he portrayed anger very well okay interesting take interesting but overall take. very good i'm i'm really surprised really surprised um for me i would probably if i had to pick one word Kind of hard to pick one word. I, I guess I would say watchable. It, it's, it's definitely a good. It's a good popcorn flick. I I really I walked into this movie expecting it to be horrible. Like yes, that was that too. that was literally the mindset that I had. I was like, all right, let's. I mean, it's DC. I'm here. Let's let's just like I'm just here to see it because I want to see where the universe is going. Like that was literally my mentality walking into it. I was not expecting much. Um, and then I would have to say. About maybe halfway through the movie, I was like, I'm kind of enjoying myself. And I was surprised. Like I like I wasn't I wasn't bored. 
Um, the Rock, like like you said, I was really surprised. I'm not saying that The Rock gave like an Academy Award performance or, or like an Oscar, you know, performance, but it was very different from the usual baby oil punchline body slamming rock show the eyebrow we, show the eyebrow rock that we got from so many years the fact that he uh talked less and i actually talked to one of my friends about this the fact that he talked a little less i liked he I almost so enjoyed that <laughs> because it showed strength in the character yes understand yeah and it showed an understanding of the character yeah um because in the in all of his previous roles, it's the bravado that that he gets off at, almost yeah. like a holdback from his wrestling days. Yeah. But with the Black Adam, since he spoke very little and was more of a man of action, he made the character more enjoyable to watch. So I yeah. think he did great decision, like you said. One hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I really I really like that he embody that because i was really worried that it was just going to be the rock in a black adam costume yeah that's literally what i thought we were going to get um i like that they allowed him to try to show even though he was so powerful they still allowed him to be emotional at the same time you know human. he human almost yeah exactly you know he uh talked a lot about his family and about his people and things like that and they give us some backstory. So, like, in regards to that, I, I thought he did a pretty decent job. He he really surprised me. Yeah. He he really surprised me. Uh, I just hope that over time he keeps that um style with the character and doesn't just become the rock again, like raising the eyebrow and doing weird stuff. Like in a weird kind of way, and not to be disrespectful, uh, he almost gave me Terminator vibes. You remember in Terminator, in Terminator, where he had like the uh, little kid, uh, John Connor, was telling him, hey, Terminator 2. Uh, He's like, hey, say this cool thing. Do this. This is cool. This is cool. Do this cool thing. You're too uptight. I got that vibe with him and the kid in this movie. I was like, this kind of feels like Terminator. And like that kind of relationship between him and the kid and him being so like straightforward and serious and then the kid trying to lighten him up. I like that relationship a little bit, and it, it that in that terms, it gave me Terminator vibes in a sense. Uh, okay, I can see that. I can definitely see that. It didn't come to mind for me, but I can definitely see see where you're coming from with that. Yeah. So I can agree um, with that. Um, overall, the movie was interesting. Uh, I think towards the end, it did get a little cheesy, but every superhero movie has its cheesy moments. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Special effects. Did you like it? Everything was good except <laughs> the skinny version of the rock. Yeah, His I didn't, head I didn't was like too big. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like he that. He looked like he had a football helmet on. I mean, that's how <laughs> big his head looked. And honestly, they they never showed that in the trailer. So when I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. You know? Um but yeah, I, I, I would agree. Yeah, they the, also uh, did one mistake with, with Black Adam. What? Um, but this is story stuff. Okay. You know, when we're good into the spoilers section of the review, I'll go into that. Okay. Um, but yeah, special effects as far as him being skinny, wasn't a fan. Um, let me see. 
your your I your wasn't thought... offended only because his head was the wrong size. Yeah, but I, I fit the story. Yeah, I feel like they if they would have just made his body a little smaller, but not like Captain America before he went under ice small, you know, then it would I think it would have been a little better. He, you have to understand, okay? He's working on the mines the whole time. Mm. So if you're working in a mine, you know, you're going to have a good physique mm-hmm. because you're exerting yourself all the time. Yeah. So I think he had the appropriate physique. When Again, this goes to the spoiler territory, so I don't know if I can go this, but there's a scene in the movie where uh, his body double is more interacting with another character. Mm-hmm. Once you're going to the spoilers, I can talk about it. <laughs> um, I think there, there it was done really well, but in all the, the distance shots, it looked like he had a head. Yeah. Like huge. <laughs> but when, it, yeah. when he were more up close, I think they did a great job. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and chat, let us know what you guys, if you guys have seen Black Adam already, let us know what you guys think. Give us your thoughts on the film. Um, all right. So one more thing, and then we'll jump into spoilers. What were your take? What was your take on the other characters that were in the film? The other heroes? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so glad you asked. And I'll go through them. Okay. Uh, Aldis Hodge, the one who plays Hawkman. Yes. Did such a good job he uh was hardison from the leverage tv series he played a a hacker and a goofy funny guy and seeing him as hawkman as a tough guy i was like wow this guy can act yeah and he did it perfectly well yeah i was impressed i I, I was actually kind of surprised at that you know our role too not gonna lie yeah pierce bronson always good in everything he's done yes i i actually loved dr fate in this film Freaking love I'm... them. I know what you're going to say. We'll save it. Okay. I know exactly what you're going to say. Next. <laughs> uh, the actor who played Adam Smasher, Noah Centino. Centineo? Hated that character. Uh, he was middle of the pack for me. No. The problem is they made him for comic relief. Yeah. And I just think he failed as comic relief. He should have just been the new superhero who's a little clumsy or a little out of it. But he was yeah. just, they played him too much for comic relief, and I kind of felt like he took me out of the movie yeah. more than anything else. You know? Agreed. Agreed. Um, Sarah, um, Adriana Tomas yeah. was good. The girl who played Cyclone, Quintessa Swindell, mm-hmm. very mixed feelings about her. Same. And I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> when you see her before the costume, she looks like a little girl. Yeah. But when you see her in the costume, it looks like I a different the person. The costume bulked her up enough that she seemed like a woman. Yeah. So I was very, like, the original image of her kind of took me out of it. Mm-hmm. And the special effects for her power, I was like, God, you would be vomiting everywhere if you had that power. <laughs> How are you not throwing up your lunch? Jeez, Louise. Exactly. All the villains I enjoyed. I thought I thought all the villains did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed by the little kid who played Amon Tomas. Oh yeah, Forgive yeah, me, yeah. I'm gonna slaughter his name. Uh, Bodhi Sabangui. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I'm Sounds sorry. close enough to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did a really good job, and I feel like 
his acting at certain points was better than the rocks at certain points yes and there was also certain points where i was like uh yeah i'm not feeling this team like i i, I think it was just the writing the writing was just a little cheesy like towards the end you know some of his lines um i honestly feel it was just his performance i think that the kid is a better actor than him yeah because you understand the rock has only played one type of role so he didn't really he doesn't really have a lot of uh Range. acting muscles because he never had a chance to exercise them true dude you know <laughs> pun intended on that one um <laughs> no actually no it really wasn't but now that you mentioned it hey <laughs> um all right guys so we're gonna jump into spoiler territory here um so if you have not seen black adam yet if you don't want to know any spoilers this is your time to take a leave of absence unfortunately uh but if you don't care hmm? spoilers will start in three two one spoilers okay you first um geez spoilers i'm so mad that um pierce brosnan's character died oh my god that was the fucking worst decision in the movie uh, i was so upset and like there was a point where they were leading up to it where you knew it was going to happen where he was like standing there giving his speech before he went into like the uh portal or whatever and i was like please don't tell me you're going to kill him please don't. like i really when i heard pierce brosnan was going to be in this movie i was like okay Pierce Brosnan in a superhero film seems a little weird, but I'll go with it. I freaking loved Dr. Fate. I think he was probably my favorite character in this entire film. And then when they made the choice, they made the decision to kill Dr. Fate. I was like, why? This guy could have been the Professor X of the freaking DC universe. Yes. Like, what are you doing? His powers, awesome. His character in general, Pierce Brosnan killed it. I it, it, I was surprised. I was very freaking shocked. I did not expect to love his character as much as I did. I knew I would fall in love with his character because of the caliber of actor that he is. Did you ever see him in the movie called The Foreigner with Jackie Chan? It was him and Jackie Chan. Are you sure that was that Pierce? Yes. I thought that, I thought that was somebody else. Uh, no, I don't. I must not have seen it then. I'm, I might be thinking of something else then. You need to watch it. Because it's one of the first times he tried regaining his Irish Because he's Irish. It's yeah, the first yeah, time yeah. he tried regaining his Irish accent and playing a part. And mm-hmm. he played the bad guy. And he was really good in that. So I knew he could pull this part off. But I didn't think he pulled it off that good. Yeah, that... Oh. Damn. Homeboy gets a 10 chocolate bunnies for his performance. <laughs> I'm just going to say that. <laughs> 10 chocolate bunnies for he Pierce Brosnan. 10 chocolate bunnies for his performance. There we go, Pierce. I, I really hope they find some way to just, just bring him back. Please, let's get a petition. Let's get a petition going for that guy. I mean, it's it's a comic book movie. They could say he hid inside the helmet. Yeah. They could have said the helmet sent him into the future. They could say all this crap. But yeah. I doubt he's going to come back. I doubt what it, too. I, I, like I, I just... See is maybe another James Bond actor. Maybe. Except maybe. the last one, whatever his name was. Um, what are you talking about? I can't think of his name right now. Any other time I would know his name, but I, I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> anyway, him. I just, I just, 
I don't like that man as an actor at all. I didn't watch any James Bond movie he was in. Really? Yep. I, I think I might have glimpsed past one. Probably I don't that, watch that's anyone he was in. I've seen clips and I was like, he's a terrible James Bond. <laughs> um, Adam Smasher for me, like you said, he was okay. Uh, the point where he was like large and he was like holding down Black Adam and having this joking moment, it it did feel like you said it like it kind of took you out of the movie a little bit. I mean, I appreciate his character being there for a little bit of relief, but. It just didn't hit with me every time. It just didn't. My favorite part of Adam Smasher is when he's driving up to the estate Mm -hmm. and he's talking to the original Adam Smasher and it is Fonzie himself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought that was perfect. That was that was a nice touch. I was not expecting that. Not expecting that. That that was a really nice touch. For real. Um, Let me see who else here. Um. Pretty much everybody else, I mean, I kind of share the same sentiment. I mean, uh, Hawkman, amazing job for sure. Uh, Cyclone, interesting powers, you know, interesting character. I, I, I think I would like to see like some DC, HBO Max TV shows with some of these characters. I, I feel like they would hold their own in a TV but show. You've seen Cyclone. Have you watched Young Justice? Negative. I've not watched it. You've never watched Young Justice? No, never watched it. Dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I never watched it, man. Never watched it. I know. I, I have a lot of I have a lot of DC to catch up on as far God, as shows. Have, bro, I'm a Marvel fan and even I'm caught up. <laughs> okay. So Cyclone, I did not like the way they displayed his, the they displayed her powers. Cause she looked like she was tumbling uncontrollably, and that's what created the cyclone. Mm-hmm. And that was just like I was imagining myself in her spot, and I'm like, "That's nauseating." <laughs> uh, the way they did the red tornado powers in Young Justice, I would mm-hmm. have liked to have seen more. And again, yeah. you'd have to watch it to see it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Adam Smasher just took me to the movie. Like he's big and he's turning around. Going, Oops, I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. I bumped into a building. Oh my god. I knocked uh, over a statue. Yeah. Come on, dude. Once, I've... maybe twice, like like you step on a on a taxi and be like, "Oh, sorry." Yeah, you know, something like that is is short and sweet and to the point, and it's okay. Yeah, and you could have kept all his dialogue as a newbie in the in the jet, which yeah. by the way gave me very much X Men vibes. Um, <laughs> bro, it even comes out of the freaking yeah. The you know what? You're right. Yeah, that was so X Men vibes. I <laughs> that was, was like, definitely wow, was. rip off much. I was expecting um, Hugh Jackman to come out and talk about his yellow tights. Yeah. <laughs> yellow spin. What do you prefer? Yellow spandex? Um, yeah, I remember that line from the X-Men. I don't know why. Um, uh, I, like, you could have kept all his dialogue in the jet as yeah. clumsy as it was, and it would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. It's just when he grew big, he was that clumsy. I'm like, if he's that clumsy, why is, that, why is he on a team with someone who is strict as Hawkman? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it, it 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 was just a little weird at yeah. times. It, it was it was a little weird. Um, it, yeah. I felt like certain scenes did go on for too long. Like, all right, can we get back to the action, please? You know. But it, it I did believe right. the friendship between Hawkman and Doctor Fate. I thought that the two actors, yeah, made it really seem like they were lifelong friends. That, that was who that... Held, who kept secrets from each other. Yes, like I was not honestly, I was not expecting to care about any of those characters. 
I, I just really wasn't expecting to. And then when I saw their relationship, I was like, I would love to see a movie, a, a spinoff show. I would love to see more of these guys together. I really yeah. would. Like it, it was just, it, it was great. It was freaking great. Um, let's see. So yeah, special effects were okay. Uh, let's just jump straight to the end on this one. Um, no, 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 no. There, there are pieces in the middle we need to talk about. Okay. okay. Break it up. Break um, it up. one, when he, when Black Adam comes out of his prison, and he's wearing the hood, that's from the DC New Fifty Two run. I love that look. I wish he would have kept the hood for the whole entire thing. I love that look too. I really did love that look. I don't I like the it cape. Was perfect. I don't. I, I don't. I don't like the cape thing. I'm not uh, a fan of Black it. Adam. Is supposed to be from Egypt. Yeah, really. And in the new Fifty Two, they made him from a separate country. Okay. So they took off a piece of Egypt, and oh my god, whatever countries below Egypt. Oh shit! I used to know what it was. No. He's racking uh, his brain chat. <laughs> they 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 uh they chopped off a piece of both and created a new country, which I thought was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I did not like the fact that Black Adam never spoke Egyptian. Yeah, well, no, I think he did. Some of his um as Black Adam, no. He spoke English right off the bat. He, he's speaking a language that's was it three or five thousand years into the future? How? <laughs> yeah, I because I know in like his like in in the scenes where they were looking back at like his previous life, he did speak it there, and yes. then all of a sudden he came back out and he yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that would have been a nice touch if they would have kept it, you know, maybe had him speak a little bit of Egyptian and then maybe go into English or something like that. You know, I, th- I think that would have been interesting. Had, listen, they could have kept all they had to do was add one little one little special effects when you grab one guy by the throat, mm-hmm. do a little flash of light. So mm. it shows that he, through magic, absorbed his language, throw him away, and he speaks English. Yeah. Perfect. Done. That would have been nice. You don't even have to say anything. Just show that. That would have been a nice touch, actually. Nice touch. You know? <laughs> uh, because that's the thing. It's just like Shazam and Black Adam can also cast spells. Yeah, I keep forgetting about that. You're right. You're right. Shazam and Black Adam are the two people who can cause the most damage to Superman because Superman is vulnerable to magic. Oh, yeah, we're going to definitely talk about that, too, by the end of this. Um, oh, yeah, but we're talking about that at the end. Yeah, for the sure. The other thing I, I did enjoy was the simple fact that um, they followed more of the New 52 thing where his son was the champion and he got the powers. Yeah. He was never meant to have them. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. I did enjoy the fact that um, he said he's not worthy. They... Mm humbled the the character they made him more human yeah um which i did enjoy i like um, that too. i like the fact that that you know he learns quickly like you know was that sarcasm what sarcasm yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. uh, there was a couple jokes i did enjoy mm-hmm. when he's like when he tells them um listen we're, we're not gonna harm you we're not that we're not gonna kill you we're not that kind of people yeah i just ask you guys one question can you fly? No, thanks. <laughs> and he brings him up. <laughs> I and love then Hawkman that. is chasing after them and he drops one. And yeah. He looks at the other one. The other guy just starts talking. Yeah. 
And he drops the other one, and Hawkman is screaming. He goes, "Hey, I knew you were there to catch him!" <laughs> Fucking hysterical. Yeah, I absolutely I, hysterical. I was surprised at how many times I actually laughed at this movie. It, it and it's coming from a DC movie, considering that a lot of DC movies don't make you feel that way. Yeah, was actually pretty impressive. Except like, Shazam. Shazam's the only one that has a sense of humor. Except Shazam, yes, for sure. So anything outside of Shazam, it was kind of a. It was. It, it was really. I was like, like I said, I know I said it before. I was just surprised at how I actually really had fun for this. And I don't know why I was expecting it to be bad. I guess, like you said, we kept hearing about it. We kept hearing about it, you know, the uh, film. And we just figured, all right, well, it's probably going to be mediocre. This film was fun. I, I got to admit it, man. This, this film was fun. It, it was a good, fun popcorn flick. I would actually watch it again. Uh, I had moments of boredom in the film. Okay. I did have moments of boredom in the film. Um, and they had one scene of complete unbelievability. Which one was that? Okay. So Black Adam gets captured, puts into this jail in Antarctica, right? He breaks out of his, his bubble tube pin, whatever you want to call it. It's not really a jail cell. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden out of nowhere, this Egyptian slave who has no experience fighting knocks out and destroys all those oh guards. yeah 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 i i felt the same way i, I felt Low the same point way. of the movie yeah i i kind of thought that when i first saw that scene happen i figured all right maybe he'll knock out one maybe two and then say shazam but for the fact that he went through like 10 guards i was like all right i mean i i kind of felt that same way in my head i was like is, is he really beating them up right now? Like, don't these guys have guns? <laughs> you know what My I mean? My whole thing is that he should have just ran, avoided them, jumped over them, and hit something. the water. Yeah. I would have been cheering for him. I, I, I figured something like that was going to happen. Like, yeah, either he was just going to get one or two, or he was just going to kind of escape and get out or some way, like sneak out or something, and then just say Shazam. I was expecting that to happen. But then he started yep. kicking butt, and I'm like, Okay, um, I guess we're fighting now. You know what I mean? It, it, it was a little confusing. It was a little and confusing. The reason why I hated it was because at no point previous to that point, no point previous to, to that point in the story, did you see him fight fight. Yeah, he didn't. Chucking guys in the air, throwing them five miles away, you know, things like that. Yeah. Like, that's why it took that part took me out of the movie. And yeah, then from that point forward, I kind of felt like it dragged to the Shazam. I just feel like, just like in the Shazam movie, when he turns to a kid, he's just normal. You're supposed yeah. to, you're supposed to showcase that normalcy, that that straight up human side, when he says Shazam. But I felt like even after he came out of his little pod, I feel like in a sense he was still Black Adam. Like I didn't yeah. get the sense of like vulnerability the sense of like man this guy's powerless like I, I didn't get that sense sense honestly so i think that was a missed opportunity i think they could have handled that a little differently but no movie is perfect um listen no movie's perfect but you don't why are you that wrong <laughs> you understand so why, why are you that wrong why are you that wrong um let me see. I'm trying to think of what else that I love that came out of this. Well, let's talk about what I didn't like. Um, I think that's definitely one thing. 
Um, one thing that kind of was a little eh for me was when the kid at the end gave his little speech and said, Hey guys, let's, let's come together and, you know, protect our city. And then he put up like the little rock sign. I, I even, even, yeah, like, yeah, like the little triangle, even, even people in the, uh, theater were like laughing, like at how cheesy that scene was. It, it, it was very cheesy. I feel like that scene went on a little too long. The whole thing with the rock escaping out of the water and the kid giving his speech way too long of a scene. Like cut that I scene agree. in like half and then get just get straight to the Shazam and then I'm fine. It's not that I just want action the all the time and don't have some downtime. I just felt like the scene dragged way too long. And like you said, the momentum slowed down and it kind of took me out of the movie a little bit. So cut that in half. Cut 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 the kid's speech in half at least. Let the rock escape one or two guys. And I would have been fine with that ending scene. I understand they wanted to mirror his son and him. Yeah. But because in the comic books, Black Adam wind, winds up marrying that woman mm-hmm. and he shares his powers with the wife and the son mm-hmm. in the comic. But I just, again, I agree with you. I, his speech was too long. Um, they didn't explain enough the importance of the triangle. Because the three hey, triangles were all, were their flag, and it was everywhere. Yeah, they did not explain that at all. Yeah, um, like you really had to be paying attention to go. Oh, so that's what that's about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just kind of felt like, you know, um, again, took me out of the story. Yeah. You know, Agreed. I also love the fact that that whole country was cheering for his son, not him. Yeah. But sure. they didn't realize it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The The ending was a little shaky for me. I, honestly, I, I think the the uh, latter part of the film, the climax of the film was probably the weakest part of the film for me, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I, I just think that that was the weakest part of the film, you know, towards the end. I, I won't say the weakest. I would say the worst pace. Good way to put it. Worst pace. I can see that. I can see that. Um, I feel like it was the worst pace. Because here you have this Dr. Faith fighting him. And Dr. Faith, I mean, like, that part of it was great. Mm -hmm. But then Hawkman being able to use the helmet without wearing it, that's not how the helmet works. Yeah, I was confused by that. I was like, wait a second. He doesn't even have the helmet on. What's happening right now? (laughs) Like, that that was a little little confusing. not how the helmet works. Yeah. Um... The fight between Black Adam and the devil guy, I just. Yeah, I didn't really care for that. It, didn't, it, really didn't, for it. it didn't feel like heavy stake. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It, it's, it felt like he was just fighting like a really strong henchman. That's it. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know, it, yes. it didn't that it is... didn't it didn't feel like a it didn't feel like an end of the movie fight. It just felt like middle of the movie fight before you yes. get to the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes you know Although the fact that he ripped him in half i thought was awesome that that was freaking awesome that that was actually a nice touch you know it really shows his aggressiveness i, I loved how and once again getting back to the compliments of the film i love how they expressed black adam's power in this film like you really do get the sense that this dude will kill you by looking at you like they they expressed that very well i went to see this movie in uh in uh dolby 
and him just launching like when he's talking to somebody and he's like i'll be back and he like flies away so fast like i love how every time he did that it felt aggressive you know what i mean like you felt his presence so i really like how they really showcase his power his strength throughout this entire film i loved it but yet i still didn't feel like he was as powerful as superman really i didn't Oh, the, okay, what makes Superman feel so powerful is that he's a quiet character. So when he explodes and shows how fast he can fly, how hard he can hit, you know, how lethal he can be, you feel it. Yeah. But because he was always, you know, almost a caveman, ugh, ugh, me strong. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get like a sense of wow from his powers. It was just like, okay. He does this. Okay, he does that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But because he didn't speak a lot, it helped the believability of that character. Yeah. Even though I wasn't wowed by his power set. So you gave you gave me a great segue into my next question. Superman. Um yes. <laughs> So the film ends with um geez what is her name i can't mess up her name amanda um, waller amanda waller shows up and tells black adam fucking scary in this movie i i listen uh let me let me let me pull up the imdb because i don't want to mess this up um what is what is her real life name ah what is her real life name so bad right now. I know this too. I know this. Why yeah, she's name? gonna be in that that movie we're dying to watch. Yeah. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. Uh, Amanda Waller, Viola Davis. Yes. Uh, I love her as Amanda Waller. She annihilates, and I love I love that they brought her back to reprise her role because I I was afraid that we were just gonna get a whole new Amanda Waller. To be honest, I, I, I love it. Essentially, the Nick Fury of the DC universe. Yes, one hundred percent. Bad guy version. Bad guy version for sure. Uh, so Amanda Waller approaches Black Adam at the end of the film, tells him, "Well, since you don't want to leave, stay in your country. If you leave your country, I will use outside means outside of this planet to stop you." And we all know what that means. Uh, I was not expecting the Justice Super League. The Justice League. Um, I was not expecting Superman show up in this film at all i was i didn't think he was gonna do it i, I, I really did not i mean i knew he was gonna show up eventually i just didn't think it was gonna be this film the rock gave hints he has photos of him and henry henry cavill in his backyard drink i think they're drinking a beer together mm -hmm. so they have that okay he has that he's talked about superman in interviews he goes oh yeah you know i can't wait till superman is in one of the movies and blah 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 Mm -hmm. And The Rock negotiated. He says, all right, I'm going to do Black Adam. But where's my Henry Cavill? I want Superman in this movie. The Rock single-handedly revived the DCEU. Mm. Yeah, because last time we checked, Henry Cavill was done with Superman. He, he was done. Well, he wasn't done. The uh, Warner Brothers. Is it Warner Brothers? Yeah. yeah. Warner Brothers is done with him. Mm. He wasn't done with the role. He said, I would love to continue playing it. 
Man. And then Warner Bros. done with him. Then all of a sudden, The Rock is like, no, 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 no. Bring him back. And they brought him back. And now they're making Man of Steel 2. I'm so excited about that. Oh, my oh, God. You have no idea. Man of I Steel 2. I am so excited. Like, dude, this is why I said I feel like we are at a level of just, like, we are at a shift in the DC universe right now. Like, we got Man of Steel, Superman, he's coming back. He's getting, we're getting a Man of Steel sequel. Uh, Black Adam is setting up the future of the, I mean, of the uh, DC films. Like, we got James Gunn. I feel like we are, we, we are at a turning point in the DC universe right now. Yeah. Things, things seem very freaking promising, man. And I'm excited. Not only that, you're looking at the cast cast is pretty well balanced yeah 100 100 is pretty well balanced and they don't mention it it just happens to be well balanced they just happen to be black white um arabic whatever yeah they just happen to be that and that's what i love and that's the way it should be that's don't how it mention should be it. don't bring attention to it. it just is what it is and dc is doing that right Marvel is only starting to do that. DC is doing it right. With I agree. Movie. I agree 100%. Um, side note, um, I did find out today that the Joker sequel is not going to be part of the James Gunn uh, DC like level of like films. It's still going to survive in its own world. And supposedly also the Twinkle Batman is not part of the DCU. Do you think that is a a mistake? No, I think it is the most intelligent thing they've done. <laughs> Keep those things over there, man. And let me explain why. Okay, that Joker, the the tone of that Joker does not fit with the DCEU at all. You don't think so? No. No. Interesting. You need to have a Joker that is less tragic and more charming, but psycho. I agree. Makes okay. sense. Batman has to look physically as imposing as Superman. And Twinkle Batman is not imposing. No, he does not. He does not. He's not. Too you need way... to have someone big. The word is we're getting we're getting Big Ben back as Batman. That's the word. I hope so. He's been my favorite Batman. Yeah, same here. Same here. I I really do hope we get Big Ben Big Ben back. The word is also, um, and like I said, these are all just rumblings that the Joker that we got in um the Batman film, um, who was in like the jail cell, he might be playing a role in the upcoming DC films as his uh, Joker. You wouldn't you wouldn't want that? I mean, no, no. <laughs> He just looked like he was dipped in acid, and that's not who the Joker is. The yeah. Joker, above all else, is stylish. He wears a suit. Yeah. He's classy. He can be charming one second and psychotic the next. Yeah. That is what the Joker is. What makes him scary, you don't know when that he's going to flick that switch. Exactly. You just, you just don't know. And you when you know. have a character that's just like, you know, crazy all the time or... You know, like Keith Ledger's knee, 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 knee. <laughs> no. Oh my God. No, 
that 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 wasn't that wasn't scary. He was the funniest part of the Batman movies. Wow. Jeez Louise. I wasn't terrified of him at all. I just literally just saw it as a performance. I didn't see it as a character. I'm actually I'm I'm looking forward to seeing if they don't go with the Joker from the Batman movie. I'm looking forward to see who is going to play that role. I think that is very important uh to, to get i mean just almost as important as it is to who's going to play the next wolverine I, I think it's up there like that that is a huge role and i really hope they don't Honestly, uh skip out I on believe that it's more important the thing about joker is he is equal to batman in a lot of levels yeah you know so i think joker is a more important role to fill properly while wolverine is important He's part of a team. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to focus on Wolverine through huge sections of an X-Men film. Mm -hmm. uh, what Jack, oh, what's his name? Jack. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. He was great both ways. In a team, because he knew when to, to, to push back his performance. Mm -hmm. And as a solo artist, because he knew when to tone it down. And I think that um, whoever you pick as Wolverine, you can have a little leeway and have him grow into the part better. Yeah. But the Joker has to be spot on from the first second on screen. Has to be. Has to be. Has to be. I agree. I agree. I mean, that's that's a good point. I didn't think about it like that. Um, also, the word is, and like we've been getting so much news coming out of... Uh, the uh, freaking DC camp word is they are working on a new Green Lantern project. I'm not sure if it's a film or a TV show, but uh, apparently there's, um, there's yeah, two rumors. Okay. But both rumors say the same thing. Okay. It's not a Green Lantern movie as in a solo Green Lantern is a Green Lantern core. So you'll see the Green Lanterns acting as the police of the universe, which is what they are. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm just checking online. And I don't want Hal Jordan. You don't want Hal Jordan? I think that I might be who Hal they're Jordan. focusing on. Uh, I think. I don't know. Uh, I'm checking online right now on the Hollywood Insider, I believe. No, the Hollywood Reporter. They said Greg Barlanti's Green Lantern HBO Max series uh, is being redeveloped because it lost its uh, lost its writer. So I think they're scrapping a few things, and they're going to redevelop it. Um. What I want to see is the John Stewart um, Green Lantern. John Stewart Green Lantern? Yes. The Black Green Lantern. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think that's what we're getting. It looks like they said that it's going to be focusing on Guy Gardner and Alan Scott. Guy Gardner? Oh, my. Yeah. Well, it said the script said that the eight episodes were going to focus on Guy Garner and Alan Scott. Maybe they're redi maybe they're redirecting who they're focusing on then. Uh and like I said, I'm literally reading this live right now for um Hollywood Reporter. So that's where they were going to go. I'm not sure if they're still gonna follow that plan. They just lost a writer for the show. It was gonna be eight episodes on HBO Max. Uh wait, so what were the they they said Guy Gardner and who was the other one? Uh Guy Gardner and Alan Scott. Really? Yeah. That's what the that's what the eight episodes were going. It said that's what it was going to focus on. So since they're getting a new writer, they could possibly change that. 
they're probably going to scrap their plans. I want, I want um, the Black Green Lantern because he's been a lot of the DC animated universe, so we're mm. very much used to his character. Mm. But I would also love the Kyle Rayner Green Lantern, who's a Latino. Ooh, I mean that would be interesting. Yeah, you know the Green Lantern. It's oddly enough is really goes through the spectrum of races. Yeah, I I see that. <laughs> yeah, it's it almost really it almost it almost feels like how it does with like Spider Man. Almost it's like everybody's yeah. freaking Spider Man, you know. So yeah. I mean that's that's going to be interesting, man. I mean there, there's oh man, I'm I'm just so excited. Like I I love the DC universe, man. There's so many characters. I feel like we haven't even began to touch the surface when it comes to like live action. Man, we we have so many interesting characters that I can't wait to see what James Gunn and company does with the DC films and TV shows going forward. I'm excited, man. I'm really excited. Um, I think there's going to be a pause in the DC movies for them to get rid of these movies that are already made, get rid of them. Probably. HBO Max or just throw them in the theater. Yeah. And I think we're going to see a lull in DC productions and then all of a sudden it's going to ramp up. We have a slew <laughs> of good DC movies. I think the last one we're getting that's that was pre-gun era. So yeah, yeah, pre-gun era was The Flash. I think that's the last one. After that, I don't think there was anything else in production. I know Aquaman, but that's probably not nowhere near done. So James Gunn might still have a finger in that. Um, but yeah, I think the last one that actually already done like filming and wrapped and everything is probably The Flash. Yeah. The Flash uh, and Aquaman. Yeah. So everything else after that, man, it's freaking gun season, man. It's gun season. Let's go. Ooh, that's a good way to there express it. I like that. It's gun season. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, his first film. Okay. We should call it that. Gun season. Yes, for sure. For sure. After, after, after the Flash. Once we review the Flash, that's what we're going to call that episode. Uh, previous DC Universe is over. It is officially gun season. I'm yeah. definitely coining that. I'm coining that, guys. Copyright. Um, and yeah, guys, that concludes our take on Black Adam. That concludes our updates on everything DC. It feels good to have an episode talking about DC. I feel like we just always talk about Marvel. It's, it's actually nice to talk about DC for once. Uh, you know what? It feels good to have an option to Marvel. Yeah. I love Marvel. I've always been a Marvel head, even when it comes to the comics. Yeah. Okay. But Marvel having a little competition, good for movies. It it is. It it's is. Good it's, for it's it's great. Um, I I saw a, a quote somewhere where Kevin Feige was like, uh, he actually said, "I can't wait to see what James Gunn does with DC." You know, of course, he wants to see that because of competitive reasons. He's like, "All right, let's let's see what you guys got." Let's see what you no, guys can do. No, I really think it boils down to competition will make us better. Yeah. I think I, I've i loved everything Marvel has come out, come out with, mm -hmm. you know, except for the Eternals. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to say that at least once an episode. At least once. Um, but I kind of – but there are a lot of critics who don't like where Marvel's at right now, and I think part of that has to do with no competition. Yeah, I agree. If you look at when when the hype of the Justice League was out, mm -hmm. man, Marvel was like, oh no no no, we got to top this, we got to yeah. top this, we got to top that, and they were great. 
And now that since there's no competition, they're going more into the TV world, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And they're building the stories there to then do the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good, but I kind of feel like the DC competition will make Marvel better. And that's, and that's one of the reasons why I enjoy it. And the average person isn't a DC or Marvel fanatic. It really is the comic book readers who are the DC or Marvel fanatic. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I like the Flash in the comics. I hate the Flash TV and movies so far. I actually (laughs) like Ezra Miller's Flash. I hate to admit it. I I actually did like his Flash, too. I'm not going to lie. I love this Flash. Batman is always awesome. Superman is very hit or miss. Some Mm -hmm. movies are great. Some movies are not great. Yeah. Um... But I just kind of feel like, you know, DC, you know, getting somewhere good is going to make Marvel good. and is going to make going to the movies an event again. You know, having yeah. that choice of, oh, are you going to see Shazam or are you going to go see Fantastic Four? You know? Oh, Shazam. That's another one I forgot. That one's, I think. Shazam that one's, 2, yeah. Yeah, that one's also uh, one of After the last Shazam few ones. After Shazam 2, wherever the last one is released, yeah. then we're going to start seeing the beginning uh, uh, of the gun show. Yeah, I, I think those are the last two movies. No, three. Shazam, um, uh, Aquaman, Aquaman two. and uh, what you call it? Flash. Those are the last Flash, three yeah. movies that we have pre-gun era. And hopefully someone will secretly release back. Listen, if anybody from DC wants to invite me and Los, we won't talk. We won't spoil it. If you want to invite me and Los to go see the Batgirl film, like, please, just... Like I don't have Listen, anything to I'll give, give you. I'll give a one sentence review. Yes. If you let us watch it, I'll give a one sentence review. It could be simple as smart choice not to release it, or damn, I wish you would have released it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's a thumbs it. up or a thumbs down. That's DC, it. DC, if you're listening, let me watch it, bro. Yeah. And on that note, uh, don't forget, guys. Like I said, you know, if you guys listen to the audio version. Give us a rating on your favorite podcast app. Uh, if you guys are watching this live or watching the video version, hit that like, hit the subscribe button so you guys can get notifications whenever we go live. Help us in the YouTube side of things. And if you guys want to support us financially, check out our Patreon. The description uh, or the link will be in the description below. Um, a little as a dollar a month will be amazing. Um, we're going to be starting a goal pretty soon on our Patreon page to help give you guys more interactive content. Uh, other than that, Los, do you want to leave any inspiring words to the people before we get out of here today? Before I say any inspiring words, I would like to apologize for the audience because KJ is not wearing a sexy shirt today. I just had to keep it simple, man. You know, I, I, I didn't want to... I understand. You had to tone down the sexiness of the Yeah, show. man. I understand. I, I understand. You know, I got I to gotta share it with Los sometimes, you know? I don't want to take all the sexiness in the room. Come on, man. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not a monster. <laughs> All I want to say to everybody is take an opportunity to vote. Um, literally, it feels like democracy is on the line. Go out, vote. Let's get um, the right people in office to help all our all our women in this country, to help all our minorities in this country, to help everyone in the LGBTQ community, um, because their rights are all at stake. That's huh? it. That's all I want to say. Get out and vote. Sounds good. Sounds good. Listen to the man. Go vote, guys. Go vote for, for whatever you want to believe in. Go vote for it. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. Thank you for your time. You guys are amazing. One love. And we'll catch you guys later. Later.